1: Between the covers, I'm talking to author Rich Larson, who's written a beautiful novel called The Silent Society, which is coming out in May. So it's either out now while you're listening to it, or if you're listening early, it's coming very soon. So Rich uh, Larson lives in the Mount Ballerine Peninsula in Victoria and works in research ethics at a local hospital. He's also studied a PhD in public health at La Trobe University. And outside of work, he loves to be outside pursuing his passions for cycling, running, surfing, and hiking. And he also enjoys writing, reading, music, and travel. So he's quite comprehensive in his endeavours. Which welcome Rich Larson? Hello, Rich, how are you?
0: Hi there, Brad. Thanks very much for having me.
1: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. And tell everybody listening, too, what are they going to expect when they read The Silent Society?
0: Uh, well, I think it's, it's a bit of an adventure thriller, so uh, we're taking on um, a bit of a journey alongside the main character, Dr. Jensen Ryder, um, and there's a, an illness that swept the world and there's uh, an intelligence body that requires his help to try and find out what's happening. So he's, he's swept across the globe from you know, Greenland to the Congo to the Mediterranean, um, and he's got to try and work out what's happening. Um, I won't go into too many details for spoiler <laughs> alerts, but um, yeah, it's uh, a very, a very, um, uh, I think, going to be a nice, quick, and enjoyable read um, for those that really love the outdoors in particular. Fantastic, well done. And was this written
1: um, through the influence of your studies as a, in the public health area, or uh, understanding, I guess, the, the, the cause of disease and, uh, in fact, impacts on you know people.
0: Yeah, I, I certainly have an interest in human health and I, I think I've also got that interest in the outdoors as well and I've um, seen the research coming out around, um, you know, forest bathing and connection to nature and uh, mm-hmm. there's an inextricable link between our connection to the natural world and our, our health um, and so, yeah, it was really born, um, you know, in a pre-COVID era so I like mm-hmm. to think I'm a bit of an Nostradamus in predicting a pandemic but, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was yeah. It's just yeah, kind of born of those two loves.
1: So was this your first novel, or had you written before? What 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 enticed you to sit down and say, "This is something I I must write"? Uh, what was your yeah. idea?
0: Yeah, it was some. Um, it's I, I had written a little bit before. I'd written a novella when I was quite young, um, and it just that's just kind of been shelved. And then I had this idea um and it was just something i think that i wanted to get out on paper and um you know it was writing for me is quite therapeutic and so um i found the process of getting the idea and developing the characters a really enjoyable one um and just thought that you know i'd I'd really like the idea to be out there in print fantastic fantastic what was
1: did it take you long to write? What was, were there any challenges in the writing process for you? Like you said, you enjoyed the process, but was there anything that really you know, got stuck for you or that you had to confront and learn further? Or?
0: Oh, absolutely. I think yeah, we're always learning as writers and um, this is by no means the perfect work. Um, so, yeah, it's, as any writer knows, um, it's, it's a really hard slog at times to, to get through a book. Um, so it was just a matter of persistence, I think, in the end, and I really had to just, um, you know, let myself just be at a desk for a little while and, and, and flesh it out and, you know, just write day in, day out to try and knock it on the head. Um, I'd kind of got the bare bones, but um, it had been lingering for quite a while. So it was quite a difficult process to get the whole thing um, together. Fantastic, fantastic. And in that thing, getting it together, how long was that time, Frank, for your writing, the actual writing first draft or, or the draft of, that you were happy with? Yeah, so first draft was about 18 months um, and then probably another six months of just fine-tuning.
1: That's, a, that's good good work and it uh, shows in the book too. The book is a very well-written book. Um, and in that, saying that when you were crafting it and thinking of those characters in the storyline, were you looking at, um, I guess, the vulnerabilities and the and the, and the ethos of our humanity uh, in the story intentionally when creating that sort of impact uh, through the, the plot line?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I really love to explore, um, you know, our downfalls mm-hmm. as human beings. I think that's a really interesting thing to, to do as a writer and, you um, I, can, I, I really um, enjoy exploring that area of our connection to the natural world and how that impacts on our health. And so um, I could really see that in my day-to-day work and just yeah. in my observations in, in daily life. And so, um, yeah, absolutely, that was something that I drew on a lot. Wow, yeah. And, and it shows in there too that you've got that knowledge or that,
1: I guess, inner a, in a learning of, of, you know, uh, public health and the issues and, and things that people are confronted by, were there anybody in the story that you maybe knew or used as as, as elements of influence in the
0: characters or the plot through your experiences in, in learning? Um, look, not, not directly. Ooh. I think we're always kind of drawing upon um People that we know, and even ourselves, when we create characters. But there was nothing um, hard and fast that I, you know. I really moulded a certain character on a particular person. So I think you know, there's certainly elements of um, of me in Jensen. There's elements of people that I know in him as well. And then again, the other characters um, that support him along the way. There's there's certainly um you know a conglomeration of people in my life that have that have made them but yeah nothing that's molded on one person in particular Mm,
1: good good in some ways that's good and with that too with the reading of reading of the book did you get feedback did you give it to family friends what was their first impression before
0: you ventured into the publishing cycle uh, it's a very good question, Brad. It was. This has been something that's been quite difficult for me. So it's really the first time that I've put my work out there, and um, it's been a process that I've found really, really challenging to, you know, promote the book and promote myself, I suppose, alongside it. Um, so I was quite guarded at first, and it wasn't until. Um, I actually got the contract with Shoreline that I opened up to um, family and and let them read it. So um, yeah, it was it's quite it's been quite a a, a learning process for me and a, quite a challenging one. Yeah. And what, what did they say? Did they enjoy the book? That's the first thing. Was it good good and bad? who was the most honest and ruthless for you? <laughs>
1: your, your first critique.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So everyone seemed to enjoy it. Um, my my girlfriend was was very supportive and i think she kind of pushed me over the line in the end to just you know go for it and um you know put myself out there and so you know most of the feedback that i got was 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 very good um there was probably just some things around um character development and you know pursuing those characters in the background a little bit more good good and having that experience
1: that that learning of crafting a novel and creating it and going through the publishing process what's next for you what what are your plans now i mean it happens for a lot of writers they do get a writing bug they find that you know that taste of it and that enjoyment of it have you started into the next phase or what's
0: your plans yeah, it was interesting. The, I, I suppose the confidence that I got from the deal with Shoreline, um, really prompted me to go back and, and start again. And I, um, throughout 2022, I managed to, um, get another manuscript together. And so that's, that's again still in the fine tuning process. And so, um, yeah, it's been really interesting to just observe from kind of a third person perspective. The, the confidence that I got from that first step forward, so I'd love to try and pursue that further and get a, a series of works together to put out. Good, good. And it is important too, and that's what
1: that's what as Line, that's what we try to offer to help authors build confidence in their writing, and of course, you know, not be distracted by having all the marketing, all the publishing process, you know, impact on them. Uh, and I'm glad to hear that you've embraced that and I'd love to read something else that you bring out in the future. Uh, for everybody listening, the the book is called The Silent Society by Rich Larson. It is available everywhere. Books are sold as of May 25th. As I said earlier, if you're listening to this early, it is available May 25th. If you're past May 25th, you can go down to your local bookshop library and grab a copy. Um, and thank you, Rich, for joining us today. Um, we really appreciate that.
0: Thanks, Brad. I've really uh, enjoyed talking about the book, and I hope everyone enjoys it too. Well, they
1: will. And thanks, everybody, for listening and support Rich and other independent authors uh, through purchasing their books, either online where you buy books or at uh, your local stores. And thanks for listening again. And everybody, stay well until the next episode. And um, yeah, thank you for uh, supporting Australian authors. Stay well.